Hello. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm feeling good. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a, a little hint, hint to this it's week's episode. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude. That's fucked up. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <sighs> Welcome to the pod, dudes. Um yeah, we got a, a fun a fun one for you today. Oh my gosh. It's really, really fucked up, and you might be shocked. Uh, it was crazy. I I didn't know anything about any of this, so... Me neither. Um, I mean, I knew, like, some of the people that we're going to mention, not really focus on today, but I knew they had, like, problems with substance abuse and things, but I didn't know, like, the driving force behind some of it. Or, like, yeah, the... um. Impetus, uh, for... yeah, the, the impetus or like the uh, enable the enabler. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. But, yeah. Oh my god, you guys, the <gasps> meetup is tomorrow. Oh my god, <laughs> it's just so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. We are so excited to meet some of y'all um, in LA tomorrow. Have a bev. Have a bev. Chill. Talk. Yeah. If you guys aren't in the Facebook group or, like, maybe you're just catching up or you're listening to this episode randomly, um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, come join us. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I I can't wait for, like, when we're on the other side of the meetup and we get to talk Mm -hmm. about how fun it was. Yeah. Because I'm a little nervous. Yeah. We also – well, this is not actually – Wednesday that we're recording this obviously <laughs> it's currently Sunday <laughs> and I have I'm not in LA just yet but uh for all intents and purposes we're saying tomorrow's the meetup um, yeah because <laughs> that's when we're putting out this episode but uh I'm excited to get to LA and see Nicole in person I haven't seen you in like Months. a while in yeah. in person so and we're gonna record uh an episode while I'm there so that'll, that'll be really fun yeah I'm excited. Uh, I'm very it's ex- excited. It's an exciting time. We need to pick a topic for that, too. I think I got one. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. Um, um, any other yes. business? Any other? I don't think so. I, shirts are available. Like, I can ship them out same day when you <gasps> place an order. I can, I can, I now have the ability to just pop it in the mail that day. So, um, yeah. It was it was a joke that like remember we made like a note about how we're gonna wear it all the time, but like we're gonna have to wash it and stuff. And I feel like that was a joke, except I've definitely worn mine three times without washing it. <laughs> how else are you gonna get it nice and soft like you want it? Got to break it in. Uh, mo- mostly it's been around the house, but still. Yeah, but still. Also, like I rarely wash clothes, like new clothes, before oh. I wear them. Is oh. that weird? Uh. Uh, I wash mine because sometimes you don't know, like they might be coming from like some weird sweatshop somewhere. Hopefully they're not. But like, I don't know what, if it's like there's bugs on it. I don't know. Uh, Or if they like treat it with something that's like going to make you rashy. You know, like if it's like a harsh chemical. Maybe. I just, uh, I just like really, I get so excited when I get new clothes that I'm like, I got to wear this now. Do you wash swimsuits after you buy them though? Oh, I, I just watched the wash the crotch area, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just like the crotch and butt area? Like you, pe- you peel off the like little sticky protector thing and then you just wash, wash the crotch and then, yeah. Can we be real? Like real talk? Who's yeah, real that talk. protecting? 
I mean, it's, I, it's not even as thick as a panty liner. It's like, God, I really hope there nobody's out there trying on bathing suits without their chonies on, you know? Sans chonies. Sa- sans chonies, yeah. That's that's a scary thought. Oh, I, you But know, you know if you are, cool. Ew. No, you know if you are, fuck you. Take that's some gross. penicillin. And, I, and then I have to rip off that sticker with my hand and your chocha touched it. <laughs> I really hope there's no discharge on those things. Like, come on, man. This bathing suit's literally been tainted. <laughs> you put your taint on it. <laughs> Physically, emotionally. <laughs> uh, you've you've emotionally tainted something. <laughs> What do you mean? I mean, it feels like you stuck your taint on my heart and my soul. Yeah, that's rude. Don't do that. We live in a a civilized society, guys. But, you know, they have to put that fucking thing on there because there's people in the world that will will not hesitate to. Oh, for sure. Go go raw dog it and put that fucking bathing suit on (laughs) without their chonies on. Raw dog it. You know, and it's like I feel like it's like one thing if a dude like like dudes were doing that, but like ladies have still fluids. Gross. Yeah, but ladies have like fluids and it's like Dudes have ball sweat. Yeah. And just like fr- <laughs> like free flow and pubes, like I don't know. So do I. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Except if you don't. <laughs> except if you're bald down there. <laughs> except if you've gotten elect- electrolysis on your yeah. on your cooter. Which um, or a Brazilian, whatever. Yeah, whatever that's floats fine. your boat. I don't yeah. have the time cool. or money to do that. So me neither. My... Nor the pain tolerance. Yeah, so I'm pulling the Billy Goat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Billy Goat Bush. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, we've had so many throwbacks already. Callbacks. I need no, callbacks. Callback. Callbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to. I need to uh, go back and listen to old episodes. Uh, not to be a narcissist, but to make sure that I'm not like retelling the same stories because. <laughs> That, because you know, you do that in like group friends, group friends, groups of friends, like where yeah. you're like everybody kind of tells the same story over and over. Like if there's one person that hasn't heard it, and you're yeah. like, oh, let me tell you this, and everybody's like, shut the fuck up. I don't know. Well, I would tell you if we've already talked about it, if I remembered. Yeah, if I remembered something, but I don't, so okay. that's why I need to go back and listen. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Anything fucked up happen? Yeah, I have – okay, I feel really bad because um, I was talking to my mom last night and she went to her, like, girlfriends growing up, like, when they were tiny, tiny kids. Um, she, it was her mom's birthday, one of her friend's mm-hmm. birthdays. Mom, one of her friends' mom's birthdays. So she went Got to it. like a party yesterday and she saw her old friends and she was just like, oh, it was so fun, but like sad because her mom passed away a few years ago. And so I was like, oh, yeah, but I'm sure it was nice to see everyone and like spend time. She's like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, and um, also uh, – Marty, Kira's husband, got her a present for her birthday to go to see a psychic. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, how? what does she feel about this? I had to, like, wait it out for a second. And then she's uh-huh. like, yeah. And it wasn't one of those, like, dumb ones. It's, like, one of the good ones because they work with the police and stuff. And I was like, oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, but still a fake one. 
Like, and she's like, what? And I was like, those people aren't real. And she's like, thanks for being mean about something that I thought was a happy thing. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. And then, and then she like started talking about something else. And then I was like, okay, wait, like later in the conversation, I was like, uh, I feel like I just like shat all over your um, fun thing. Go on, tell me about it. And she's like, <laughs> she was like, oh, Nicole, someday I'll be gone and you'll want to <sighs> talk to me. And, you know, some someone like that might help you. And I was like, no, <laughs> they wouldn't help me. Oh, no. And then I just felt so bad. I made it worse. And then I and and then I, I think it's fine. I just don't believe in any of that. I don't either. I I you know, I don't fault anybody for like I know believing in it. I personally don't. Maybe maybe there's some validity, but for the most part, those a lot of those people are uh, just really good at uh, reading situations and yeah. learning how to, you know, and capitalize on people's weaknesses. And it's like, oh, they work with the police, and it's like, I don't think I don't think the police treat them as like actual they sometimes they bring up things that the police haven't thought about or like but it's just random also that's what they're saying like i highly doubt if you went to the police department and you were like so your site your resident psychic they'd be like oh no no we don't yeah yeah. there's a person that likes to email us a lot we humor her (laughs) yeah Yeah. so i I know so uh, yeah i just felt bad sorry mom but Aww. you do you if you enjoy and, it. You do and you. And also, but. if it if it helps you, like if if going to see a, a psychic it helps you with like whatever you're going through, whether it's like a breakup or the passing of a loved one or whatever, like that's that's your that's fine. Like if that's something that helps you get over or you know kind of eases pain a little bit, then yeah. I don't have I don't think there's a problem with it. But but like acknowledge that it's entertainment. Because yeah. otherwise, like, all the murders would be solved. And all, you know, like, it, it sucks because on one hand, it's like entertainment. And, and sure, if you're, like, maybe looking for a new career or, like, you like kind of want to go for fun, I think that could be fun. But I just don't yeah. like how they take advantage of people where it's like, oh, you know, my mom passed away and I've just been thinking about – it's like, oh, she's t- she's telling me right now that you're she loves you. And it's like, fuck off. Like, that's such garbage. I, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. sad that, that people take advantage of that shit. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, Anywho. I'll cut this well, all out. You know, some people, I don't have anything fu- fucked up myself. Um, I don't know. I'm just real excited to come to California. Yeah. Or see everybody at the hangout. Yeah. Or at the, at the get together. What was going to be your segue? My segue is, you know, some people just need a little extra help. They yeah. need a little, little something extra to get them over the hump. Uh-huh. They might, they might need a little cocktail to get over nerves. They might need a little, you know, vitamin B to like get their their energy up. Um, and some people understand this really well. Not just psychics either. Like doctors <laughs> might get this. Like today, you could go to the doctor and get a vitamin B injection if you want to. Oh, really? Yeah, in your. You could just ask mm-hmm. for one, and they'll give it to yeah. you. Oh, mm-hmm. some doctors do, or you can some. Uh, there's like companies out there that. Uh, 
bring you IVs, like when you're in Vegas and partying. Yeah. And you're super hungover the next day and you need to be rehydrated replenished. And, get, and replenish, get some electrolytes and vitamins into your system. Yeah. There's like companies that will come to you and, and inject you. What I'm saying is sometimes you just need a little help. Yeah. And back in the 50s and 60s and 70s even, there was a doctor who did just that for a lot of high-profile people. Mm. His name is Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> AKA Miracle Max, AKA Max Jacobson. Yeah. It's not, I don't actually, okay, I wrote in our notes that it's not the Aretha Franklin song, but here, let me sing it for you. <laughs> okay. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> and then I wrote in our notes it's not the Motley Crue song, but here, let me sing it to you. <laughs> Are uh, you good? I don't know He's that the song. one that called Dr. Feel Good. He's the one that make you feel all right. You know that song? No, I don't know that song, but I love Molly oh. Crew. Yeah, it's a great song. Because I like Shout at the Devil. Yeah, that's a good one. But uh, Dr. Feel Good is like one of like their very famous songs. Well, that probably is about this guy, right? Or like. No, it's just about a drug dealer. Oh, okay. I don't. Uh, the Aretha Franklin song's more about like. A man that makes her feel good. And she calls him Dr. Feel Good in the morning. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so good. Well, it's I'm not kill that. myself now. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> no, you're, you're beautiful. It's great. You're doing great, sweetie. Uh, I did it. I did it kind of weird on purpose, so I wouldn't hate myself. But now I hate myself more. <laughs> you're fine. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Don't worry. Okay. It's all good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that we're not talking about those. the those dudes in the song, either either song. <laughs> this is a real person who is an actual doctor. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he treated some very famous people, like like super high profile, like through like a pretty good chunk of time. Um, some of his, yeah, and he was like, he was located in uh, the Upper West Side of Manhattan. So, yeah, there, <laughs> they, there was lots of like fancy people that he was treating, and he was treating his patients basically with meth. Yeah, like before we knew what meth was, like he was injecting people with it. Yeah, was it on? Um, I thought it was on the Upper East, but I wrote Upper West, so I don't know. Uh. Anyway, it was in Manhattan. It was in Manhattan. It was fancy. And he was like, and it was pretty much just like, yeah, come by whenever and let me know your ailments and I have a solution for you. It's basically one size fits all. And you know why it works? Because meth. Yeah. Well, he didn't tell people it was meth. He'd just say it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vi- vitamins and uh, little little pep, pep, like peptides. Pep yeah. Little, <laughs> I don't know. Little, 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 little squirt to get y'all pepped up. I don't know. <laughs> But he'd just basically like stick a needle in people's butts and they'd get all riled up. Um, So some of his patients were Marilyn Monroe, Tennessee Williams, Bobby Fisher. That's Carrie Fisher's dad. Yeah. Um, Married married to Debbie Reynolds and Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. He was doing things. Yeah. Um, Humphrey Bogart, Judy Garland, Truman Mm. Capote, Mickey Mantle, um, and Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. And many more. Many more. Many, many more. And I feel like it wasn't that weird at this time because 
there's a story there. So in the series Mad Men on AMC that ended a couple of years ago, there was a character for a while that that like referenced this oh, doctor. Yeah. Did you see that? I, yeah. I, okay. I like read an article. I need to watch it. Yeah, Harry Hamlin, I think, is the um is the actor that played. Uh, this doctor on the series and he was like I read like an interview with him and, and he was like it's so weird because actually my dad worked for NASA and during this time and they were encouraging their employees to take these shots because they were trying to figure out how to get a man on the moon and yeah like, everybody was just exhausted and run down and then um so the dad was getting those shots and then the mom started getting them too and he even remembered helping his mom like give her her shot of basically meth at this time because it was like just a thing that people were doing it's crazy Holy shit it's so crazy it was okay amphetamines were super prevalent at this time just in general like around the world like we yeah. didn't we didn't know that it was speed uh we didn't know and yeah. then which also like becomes meth if you add a couple more things to it yeah uh but it's all the same basically yeah. and we, we we don't back then there was not the same stigma around it uh as Obviously, there is now. Um, so, yeah. So Max Jacobson, this doctor, he was um, he was born in like the the I think he was born in 1900, like not just the 1900s. Like oh, he was born yeah, in, 1900. in 1900. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he I think he was German and had to escape Nazi Germany because he was Jewish, mm-hmm. um, and he left Germany in like 1936. Uh, he was already a doctor at this time, and he was, like, doing – he had his own practice and stuff, but he's – that doesn't save you <laughs> from Nazis. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I think, too, he was, like, interested in multiple sclerosis at the time, but – Yeah. But um, eventually kind of found his niche, which led to, like, what he ultimately was creating and, and – ministering as treatment uh he was like kind of focused on booster shots which i i don't think i ever realized what these were but they're um like you know you get your immunization when you're a a kid yeah um and like into your early adolescence booster shots you get i I probably had them at some point in my 20s but it's basically like a little um you like re-up on them because you get them when you're like a an infant or toddler or whatever yeah and then you like re-up on your boosters as like a teen, what? Like I guess. What, I think maybe yeah. Like what? What would like a booster shot be? Like uh, rubella, mumps. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. I like think so. Those, those yeah. kind of vaccinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe polio or something. Polio, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's just like a little tiny. It's it's like a a little tiny bit more of the immunization that you got originally to like mm. re kind of engage the your antibodies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to make sure you're like your body is trained to fight whatever the disease interesting is. yeah yeah i just got my uh i re-upped on my uh what's the one for you, in case you step on a nail tetanus tetanus i hadn't had a tetanus shot in forever so i, I almost I said did that like a couple of years ago I, when i said tetanus i was like is it tetanus or tetris <laughs> not tetris no not your tetris i, I shot. had a little bit of an internal panic i was like oh <laughs> you idiot we can always edit it out if you ever yeah. did anything really yeah. wrong <laughs> and we caught it yeah 
yeah. So, but yeah, he was interested. He was interested in actual science, and and you know, he was a real doctor. He wasn't a completely a quack yet. Yeah, but he was like also wacky. <laughs> he was a little wacky. Yeah. Also, at this time, like medicine was kind of like still not the most like like we're there was a lot of experimentation going on still mm-hmm. at this time. Um. So yeah, he was a little wacky, but. He, um, I think he had, like, a pretty good bedside manner is what it sounds like to me. Mm. Like, where he would, like, listen really well to people and, like, gain their trust and be like, you need this. Let me yeah. get, let me just give you this thing. This is, like, what I, I give to everybody. Helps pretty much everybody I've worked with. You know, he has, like, a, a good, a good, uh rapport with his patients, it sounds All, like. Yeah, almost like a, a, a like, a salesmanship even. Because mm-hmm. if if it was like yeah, because he was treating everyone essentially with the same concoction, sort of. Yeah, I guess there was like little, there was little um, changes here or there. So some people would get sent home with certain things or whatever. So I read a, I read a, I can't remember which article it was. There, I've read so many different ones. I have like five hundred tabs open on this guy right now. Yeah, but. There, I read something where he would just take his medicine bag and dump it upside down on his desk and he'd like sort through it and he'd have all these like vials of like whatever and he'd just like mix it up and make like a little like bespoke kind of treatment for whoever. But it was it was just all meth. Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly meth. And what he'd do too is he would um, – he got to the point eventually like in his career where, where people trusted him so much yeah. that he would literally just put a vial of meth in the mail with some – like with a couple of disposable syringes and send yeah. them to his patients. So insane. Oh, Crazy. my God. Um, also, like I, I guess it does to- seem totally random. Like you said he kind of like dumped his bag upside down. All of those vials had like totally weird shit in them. Like so- some things were like legit, like vitamins, like it was yeah. like concentrated vitamins and like steroids and stuff. But then he just had like animal placenta and bone marrow in there too, and was just like a little little dab of this, a little dab of that, just like making a little yeah, like- <laughs> little little concoction, little cocktail. Yeah. Good lord. But then. It's like, okay, cool, whatever you put in it, it's fine. But then you add meth and it's like, okay, well, you didn't even need those other things in here because once meth's in there, it's like taken over. Yeah, like exactly. That's the main ingredient. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> it's just real methy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, he, he was just getting kind of weird. Oh, um, but. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, but people loved it. It was definitely effective. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean. People were like, I'm so tired. No, Boing. I'm not. <laughs> I feel great. I can lift this car up over my head if I want to. <laughs> oh, my God. What's in, what was in that butt, butt shot you gave me? Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop picking at my face. Like, <laughs> I didn't sleep last night, but I counted every freckle on my legs. Like, oh my God. I haven't God. slept in 72 hours, but I just wrote the next great American novel. 
Truman Capote. Yeah, there you go. I uh, like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, I thought it was funny that someone mentioned, I don't know if this is true or not, but he'd like do some like witch doctory stuff. Like he'd like put everything in a beaker and boil it sometimes, or he'd like put everything in a vial and like wave a magnet over it. Like what he the was, fuck? he'd sage it and then he'd be like, this'll oh solve God. all your problems. No, I don't know if he did that, but he did the magnet thing and he boiled it sometimes. Which, what yeah. ha- when, when you boil meth, isn't that how it turns into like a solid or something? Crystal meth. Oh my God. He was like. <laughs> this was like the OG Breaking Bad. Like he had magnets and he, and he had, he was making actual crystal oh meth. Oh my God. He is the pioneer of meth. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he started to have like this reputation grow around him. Like all these famous people were like, holy shit, I yeah. have never felt better slash worse in my life <laughs> um and i've you know, never he, felt better and looked worse in my life <laughs> yeah and so he started he starts getting this like real uh kind of cult following of like famous like upper class clientele um he eventually got in touch with um let's see what was his name he was the white house photographer uh oh, mark Mark Shaw. Mark Shaw, yeah. Um, so therefore, at the time, he, because he got acquainted with Mark Shaw, who was the White House photographer, he eventually started to treat JFK. Oh, also, so, Dr. Feelgood was treating JFK's friend Chuck Spaulding who was like a New York yeah. businessman. So there was like multiple people. A lot in- of connections. Yeah. So JFK was getting recos left and right to see this dude. Yeah. Well, and that was because JFK was actually really, really ill. Like yeah. he was a very – he had a lot of problems, a lot of health problems. Like you thought Donald Trump's health assessment was <laughs> sketchy. Uh, if only we had known how bad JFK's like health was yeah. back then. Uh, all this came out later on, like after he'd passed away. Like all of this was like declassified. Yeah. Uh, JFK was very, very ill. Um he had a host of issues. Um, yeah. He had Addison's disease, um, which is a disorder uh, uh, in which the adrenal gland doesn't pr- produce enough hormones, and that results in making you really fucking tired, uh, nauseated, and dizzy. Mm. Uh, and so he, when he was diagnosed around this time is when they found, like, not a cure but a treatment for it because it was this was, like, kind of a serious disease before they figured out what it was. Mm. Um, so right around the time he was diagnosed, he, they had a treatment. So he uh, had to have lots of injections of cortisol. Cortisol is, like, what the treatment is for Addison. So um, he also had colitis, which is a major intestinal disease. So on top of, like, having – his adrenal glands make him really nauseated and feel like shit. He also had like diarrhea all the time. <laughs> I was just going to say. Diarrhea and constipation. Oh yeah. Oh my God. God, yeah. pick one, you know? You I can't with colitis. I, oh God. That's what makes me really feel for people because it's hard going back and forth through those things. If it's one or the it other, sucks. at least you can like prepare for it and like do the thing you need to do to like yeah. deal with it. But it's like if you wake up one day and you don't know if it's constipation or diarrhea, that's that's a hot, rough life. It's so rough. It's uh, man. so uncomfortable. All I the mean time. that that those two things alone, you're that's oh, a yeah. rough rough deal. Yeah. Um but it gets worse. It gets worse. Um 
he also was probably like had some hella fucking STDs. He did. Not probably. <laughs> yeah, he did. It, he had some real, they called it VD back then, you guys, and he had it. I think, what was it during the Bay of Pigs? Uh, yeah. That's the, he was he like, was. had like 105 degree fever. Yeah. And he had a, quote, burning sensation and pus. Yeah. From, you can guess from where. Pee-pee hole. Pee-pee hole. But he- Attain his butt and attain his taint. It's his pee-pee hole. (laughs) Yeah, he was, the pee hole was um. So he had to have like a massive, (laughs) massive injection. A barfy pee hole. (laughs) That might be the worst thing I've ever heard. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Okay, well, anyway. So because of this, he had to have a a massive dose of antibiotics. (laughs) He was in bad shape during the Bay of Pigs. Woof. Woof. Um, he also had constant back pain. Yeah. Major back pain. Like very, very painful. Could hardly walk around sometimes. Uh, he had a herniated disc removed in the 40s. And then he underwent a spinal uh, fusion surgery in 1957. Uh, That's crazy. If you think about like how far we've come just like surgically and how even now, like it's even – today getting back surgery is really dangerous because like one wrong move and you could be a quadriplegic or a paraplegic or like you know something or or just severely like incapacitated like with pain for the rest of your life yeah it can make things irreversible yeah Yeah. exactly but he did it then and it was successful i mean in in a way i guess yeah he also he also almost died from a back surgery i think it was in 1954 that was separate and he wrote about it in uh, his book, Profiles in Courage. So it's very well documented that he had major, major back problems. Yeah. Um, and one of the craziest things I read while researching this was related to his back issues. Um, so since he was his back was so fucked up, he constantly wore a back brace. Yeah. Um, and an article in The Atlantic titled uh, The Medical Ordeals of JFK from a few years ago says that, quote, on November 22nd, 1963, Kennedy was, as always, wearing a corset-like back brace as he rode through Dallas. Oswald's first bullet struck him in the back of the neck were it not for the back brace which held him erect. The second fatal shot to the head might not have found its mark. Whoa. Yeah. That's kind of some speculation, but I don't know. Um, That's pretty wild. Man, I don't know. High school is hard. I was fat and you wore that back brace. But I thought we had fun. <laughs> Romy and Michelle. <laughs> yeah. That's not an exact quote, but you know. No. I'm yeah. just thinking of it. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was kind of, it was pretty much. His he was back, back was brace so, boy. So fucked up. Do you think, Um, I don't know who is, wait, who was his vice president? Uh, They were sworn uh, in. LBJ. Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think he ever put magnets on his back? Probably. LBJ was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he Okay. Also, I read this thing uh, about LBJ one time that says he had a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he also is like super vulgar, like in the White House. So he was always talking about his dick and he was always like saying, fuck, shit, you know, fart, pussy, whatever, all the time. <laughs> he was just disgusting. <laughs> You're just like uncouth. (laughs) 
He sounds cool. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Anyway. He had a um, big dick. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't Why do people know, know that? that? I guess he's telling people. Uh, I think people saw it and were like, whoa. <laughs> I feel like dudes with big dicks whip him out a lot. So he probably was like. He probably did. Yeah. yeah oh, I wouldn't doubt it. He's probably like, uh, can you hand me that ruler? And then, and then like a lady goes over and it's his dick. And then like flopped on the oval <laughs> yeah. office on the resolute <laughs> desk. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. Wouldn't stand for it today. That's assault, brother. That's assault. Yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, Moving on with JFK. This is not about LBJ's dicks, despite what you might okay. think. <laughs> okay. But, but then I wrote, remember Rosemary Kennedy? R.I.P. Oh. Dude, this she, family. Remember Rosemary Kennedy? She sure doesn't. Aww. Oh, that's a lobotomy joke. That's so fucked up. Poor Rose. She's dead. It's fine. Rosemary. Okay. Yeah. That, that whole, the Kennedys, man, they had a, a really... That's what happens when you're like Irish Catholic and you have 20,000 kids. They just That's get true. worse. It's like That's true. <laughs> their health problems just get worse and worse down the line because yeah. your eggs are getting older and it's a lot, man. That There's... uterus is really like worn in, you know, yeah. it's like <laughs> it's not producing the best quality. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably not how how it works, but you know. <laughs> There's just a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, I mean, lobotomies will do that to you. Yeah. Or holding in your child for two hours and depriving it of oxygen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, on top of all his his health issues, he was also just, like, exhausted from the duties of being the president. And, yeah. you know, it's a lot of stress. Yeah. Um, or even, I, even before then, just, like, running for president. Like, r- running <gasps> yeah. is exhausting that's when that's when he met dr jacobson right it was like during the campaign uh Mm -hmm. he was just like yeah super exhausted super run down and uh and like his friend shaw and his friend um the other guy chuck spaulding Spaulding, yeah yeah Yeah, they were like hey this guy so so dr jacobson finally like paid a visit to kennedy yeah uh so they talked him into seeing dr jacobson and uh he dr jacobson he diagnosed kennedy with stress and shot him up with uh with meth basically he also (laughs) gave him a a bottle of vitamin drops little little pet pills little uh party favor Uh, yeah (laughs) and it i guess they didn't know if there was I, i think it was just like speed just yeah. kind of the mill speed, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just regular old am- amphetamines. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, she – oh, she. <laughs> he was uh running the, the whole campaign, stressed out, and this was, like, doing it for him. Yeah. Um, Jack- Jackie even got in on it. Yeah. It was a little bit um later. I think that was it until he was elected. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because then they didn't, um, they didn't call on Dr. Jacobson until uh, Jackie wasn't feeling very good after having given birth to John John. 
Oh. And she had like postpartum depression and they were on vacation down in Miami. And so they're like, let's call this doctor and get him down here. And he was like, oh, you're depressed. Here, have this shot. And then it was like a house call. And then it was kind of like they were both super like into it after that. Yeah. Um, And I mean, already before JFK even saw Dr. Jacobson, he was already on so many drugs. Let me just let me just list off like not just drugs, but like all the the medication he was on. Yeah. Uh, So he was injected with and ingested corticosteroids for his adrenal insufficiency, procaine shots and ultrasound treatments and hot packs for his back. Oh my God. Lomotil, Metamucil, Paragoric, Phenobarbital, Testosterone, and Trazatine to control his diarrhea, abdominal discomfort, and weight loss. Penicillin and other antibiotics for his urinary tract infections, a.k.a. his VD, (laughs) and an abscess. So, like, I think, like, a major toothache, I'm assuming. Oh. Um, and Bobby Kennedy famously said about his brother, if a mosquito bites my brother, the mosquito dies. That's <laughs> pretty funny. That's how gross and infected and medicated he was. He was like pickled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so I had no idea about no. all of this. Had well, no clue. God, it's, it's almost like it makes me respect the man even more. Hell yeah, dude. Because it's like, dude, that guy was fucked up yeah he still was like making big changes and like giving these unbelievable speeches and just being generally like intelligent and inspiring all the time like it's yeah insane let's and yeah it's also scary because it's very scary yeah we're gonna talk about some of the specific incidents uh that (laughs) it started to spiral out of control basically his uh his addiction to the shots that Dr. Jacobson was giving to him. Yeah. And it became so frequent that he like needed these injections, quote unquote yeah. needed, uh, that they had to develop a code name for Dr. Jacobson. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Dunn. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's like Mrs. Doubtfire. It's like Mrs. Dunzo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's weird because it's like they had – when they wanted to call him or whatever, it's like, oh, can you get Mrs. Dunn on the line? Because it was yeah. know, like secretive um, probably – because also people were like – once people found out that this was happening, people did not think it was a good idea, but he's the president. And as we know, president, yeah. the president can kind of get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, um, And also like at the time, like they didn't have any proof to – yeah. dispute like whatever his concoction was i think that no one but they point, thought like, he was a quack they thought he was a quack the secret Surf- service yeah. didn't like him bobby kennedy didn't like him like yeah. there's a lot of people were like not stoked about his presence in the white house like very he was like pretty ingrained in yeah. in the daily day-to-day at the white house yeah um he even was he even accompanied the president to the 1961 vienna summit which is where he Kennedy had this huge meeting with uh, the leader of the Soviet Union at the time, Khrushchev. <sighs> like, I this is like a big fucking deal, like big meeting where we needed to be very careful and like 
this was a time where nuclear war was like um almost imminent. Like yeah. we were we were in a very bad place uh with the Soviet Union. Yeah. And the reason is so I feel like the reason it sounds like a good reason, I guess, but it's also silly because it's like he his back was bothering him so much that he was like walking around on crutches in the White House mm-hmm. and he didn't want to appear weak to this man, which is like so silly, but whatever. I don't it know. Makes, I, I, it makes some it sense. It makes sense, but it's like, you know, that's, uh, I guess now, now that we know what it is, I guess back then if you didn't know that it was meth or like you know, they didn't know if it was, like, super hardcore. It's like, okay, fine, yeah, whatever you need to, like, get through the meeting. But now it's, like, <laughs> such a silly yeah, reason to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, he was on – he was – his back was super fucked up. So that's why he had uh, Dr. Jacobson accompany him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he, like, has this meeting with Khrushchev. And r- – the the meeting scheduled he's he's anticipating him coming and jfk was like all right shoot me up with the the vitamins or whatever yeah aka aka the meth and dr <laughs> jacobson shoots him up and then khrushchev is late so the effects wear off so he's like all right i need need, need another hit and he does he gives it to him Oh, and then in the middle of then Khrushchev is there and they're like doing their meeting in the middle of that meeting. He JFK like pops out of the meeting and is like, I need another hit. I'm I'm oh fading. God. And Dr. Max is like Dr. Jacobson's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I shouldn't do this. I don't I can't let you have a serious overdose. But he does it anyway. Oh, my God. He gave him like three doses of fucking meth. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> to get through this incredibly sensitive high-level meeting. What was that meeting like? Like, JK, JFK must have just been, like, like well, so that's the thing. crazy. Like, you're, the potential side effects of this, of the drug are hyperactivity, impaired judgment, nervousness, and wild mood swings. Oh, my so, God. So, like, anything could have happened. <laughs> Dr. Jacobson, I need another hit. <laughs> I need some meth. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jacobson, I need your vitamins. <laughs> Give them to me. Don't tell Jackie. But then Jackie ended up being stoked, <laughs> And Jackie's so. like, <gasps> but then, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jacobson, I need a hit of, of meth. I don't know how the fuck her voice, her <laughs> accent is insane. I don't even know. Like, have you ever seen a... Uh, the movie Jackie with Natalie Portman. No, she has the it's a, accent. It's incredible. Yeah, it's and it so sounds good. it's a good version of the accent. Or she's it's like bad. Yeah, because she's like oh, has okay. this like breathy. Yeah, like very New England weird accent. It is Mr. incredible. <laughs> Mr. Jacobson, <laughs> I need. To, I'd like a hit of myth. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh Jesus! I like your version. I don't. I. It's not a. It's not a version. It's. It's a just awful voice. <laughs> but yeah, Natalie Portman. What a actress of our time. She really nails it. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah. So he's just like doing all this crazy shit. Like I don't super under- fucking high. I don't understand how. Like you're saying, like 
I do kind of have, like, I've always thought JFK was one of our greatest presidents, obviously. He accomplished so much and was a great orator and and intelligent and a statesman and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now learning all of this, I'm just like, I can't believe a person so impaired and in so much pain, like, accomplished the things that he did. Yeah. And on so many drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So it's mind boggling, blah, blah, blah. Um, Oh, another thing that I read uh, before he was elected president, it was the night of the first Kennedy-Nixon debate when they're all campaigning. And this is like early in his like meeting with Dr. Jacobson. Uh, his throat hurt, like he was exhausted, super fatigued. And uh, just a couple hours before he took the stage, he had Dr. Jacobson inject him before he like did the debate into the fucking throat, <gasps> like straight into the voice box. And I don't know if that's true. Shoot but... it into my voice box, Dr. Jacobson. <laughs> Dr. Jacobson. <laughs> I can now speak clearer. (laughs) (laughs) I want the American people to hear me. So basically, (laughs) he was on stage with Nixon, high as fuck, through his throat. I don't know. Like, (laughs) does Adam's apple is just like. (laughs) (laughs) His Adam's apple's all fucking methed out. I don't know. Oh, my God. What a time. Mm. So, yeah. I, he, I want to see, like, I want to watch footage from that debate. Like, people on meth are crazy. I go to my friend's house once a week, and we have practice, and she has crazy drug neighbors living next to her. And there was a man washing his feet one day in this, like, dirty water, picking at his, he had picked all over his legs. And he was ugh. out there for, like, Three hours just picking and scrubbing. Well, (laughs) here's the thing about modern day meth is that it's not clean like it was then. Like there's a lot of stuff. Or like I guess doctors could get clean meth technically. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's what 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 regular meth with now is garbage. What you make meth with yeah. What you make meth with now is like over the counter fucking shit. Yeah. And Sudafed and all that. Like, it's Gross. it's not the same. Ew. It's not the same as it was then. I'm not doing but that still. fucking low-end meth, okay? Yeah, only high-end meth. I want the bougie <laughs> meth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, he – Dr. Jacobson eventually, like we were saying, becomes known as Mrs. Dunn. That's the code name for him because he's around so much. And yeah. the Kennedys always – calling on him the kennedys are always calling on them like both uh jfk and jackie um and they they're like they've like like i said declassified like a ton of information about the kennedy white house over the years and uh there's like record logs of him visiting over 30 times in 1961 and 1962 that's crazy i'm gonna assume it was 30 times each year and not 30 times in two years because i feel like i agree there was a lot going on and that well I he agree. became he he became like a um like a resident doctor to the white house yeah like on yeah. the dl 
He was, um, like, on call constantly. Yeah. And I think uh, what uh, one of the cool things was – not cool. I mean, it's crazy. But I'm sure why so many celebrities went to him is he was, like, super fucking discreet. Yeah. Because he uh, didn't keep – he he didn't keep, like – he kept records of, like, seeing his patients. But he – after JFK died, he destroyed all of the records of what he was treating him with. Mm-hmm. So, like – no one would ever know what was in it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. At one point, um, the Secret Service and Bobby Kennedy were, like, very suspicious of Dr. Jacobson, and I think they yeah. tried to get, like, a vial, like, leftover that JFK had used to yeah. be injected with. And I think they, like, sent it in to, like, be, like, analyzed, but there, was, there wasn't enough to do a <gasps> proper, an- like, analysis of what was in it. Um, but it, like... They were just, like, very worried. They were like, this, yeah. we don't know what's in this. And JFK famously said, I don't care if it's horse piss. It's the only <laughs> thing that works. JFK, so, so crude. Ugh. No. I, mean, I yeah. don't care <laughs> if it's dick pus. Yeah. I- <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. The shit is makes me feel good. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, this was just an insane time. Um, yeah. And, I mean, not only JFK, but, like, many, many other really famous people that everybody, like, icons, yeah. know, like, that yeah. we know about, uh, were, were, had, like, did things that might have affected history, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, the, uh, allegedly the night in May 1962 when, Marilyn Monroe famously saying happy birthday to the president at Madison Square Garden. She was high as fuck on... <laughs> allegedly. Alle- allegedly. <laughs> uh, she was like, yeah, she was injected like right in the neck with uh, oh my God. Jacobson's shit. Yeah. And she was like ready to ready to roll because she had like stage fright or something. Oh. That's, that's the story. Oh my God. Well, she was and high then, as fuck a lot, right? Well, and that's the thing. So... I don't know. I think because, like, uh, these people got, like, a lot of uh, this kind of reassurance from an actual doctor. Yeah. They probably felt that it was, like, not bad. And they were, like, I'm feeling great. But also what happens with especially meth is you have a really, really, really bad come down. Mm. Like, really, really bad. Your body just gets exhausted. So when when the drug finally leaves it, you're just, like, I can't function. I need to have more. Oh my god. So I think to I think honestly these a lot of these people became addicted to drugs because of the kind of enabling that he did. Yeah. Um, and because he was a doctor and he was like it's okay. Well, and that's the problem with a lot of prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, people think that be- just because a doctor is prescribing it that it's safe and it's okay, but yep. You have to really well, like trust your doctor and work closely with them and get second opinions or whatever, you know, like there's just stuff you have to be careful about. Well, now look at the problem that we're in. <laughs> what? With, with opio- o- opioids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. because of doctors are over prescribing medications that are highly addictive and like people can't get off of them and then they aren't prescribed them anymore and then they turn to heroin. Right. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy it's, because people, especially after you have a surgery or something, and they send you home with, you know, a bottle of Vicodin or Percocet or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you know, the label says could be addictive, 
maybe just take half a pill, but it's like, well, you're not monitoring that. I don't know. Like, it's just crazy. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I When I came home from surgery, I had a like small bottle of Oxy. I yeah. didn't even finish it all. But I luckily don't have a super addictive like personality or I guess like, like it's not in my medical DNA. Medical makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you do need – you are you do deserve to have relief from pain if you have had surgery. You're, you shouldn't be in pain yeah. after – but you should be able to be responsibly weaned off of it. Yeah. This was not happening in the 50s and 60s and no. 70s. They didn't nobody, know these things. Nobody knew these things. Um, so I, just going back to all the people that possibly changed history with this fucking shit – yeah. Um, Mickey Mantle was another, uh, very famous patient. He was in a lot of pain at the time that he was, uh, in 1961 when he was, uh, trying to break, uh, Babe Ruth's single season home run, home run record of 60 home runs. Mm-hmm. So he and Roger Maris were tied, like they were going back and forth and it was like this huge deal. And so he had jo- Dr. Jacobson shoot him up in his hip. But the in the injection somehow caused a really bad infection, and he like we don't know if it was like because of a dirty needle or if it hit the bone. Um, either way, he missed the last few days of the season, and Roger Maris became baseball's home run king that year. <gasps> oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, that sucks. Tr- yeah, it's crazy. I think he also like missed out on the World Series too. Oh. Um, Truman Capote died of liver failure and, like, a massive amount of drugs in his system. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if his injections from Jacobson contributed to his massive drug habit. I'm sure. Because he was, like, he was a huge fan. Um, and I think, like, anybody who's, like, a writer who needs to be inspired, they, like, you know, will do anything to, like, stay up and get through their, like, writer's block, whatever. Mm. He said, Capote said that getting an injection from him was – quote instant euphoria and that you um feel like superman you're flying ideas come at the speed of light and then he would describe the crash from the high as like falling down a well oh my god so (laughs) he was already like a kind of like i think he had like a depressive personality too yeah so when you're prescribed quote unquote these things that like you don't that are one size fits all you don't know what people are doing like well, and on like, top of all this and like he didn't know the long-term effects dr J- jacobson didn't and it's like yeah it's really bad for your heart like a lot of these a lot of the people that were um mentioned earlier had like long time health issues after this or yeah. like died like judy garland like yeah her heart uh, you know like fucking she did so much drugs and she i mean i think she died from barbiturates maybe like an overdose but i mean none of this shit helps well you have to take barbiturates to like calm down from oh so it was being, like a double yeah you're yeah. like you need to like medically induce your body's natural like ebb and flow yeah of, it's like of energy and then like going oh. back down when you need to go to sleep or whatever um hey the writer rod sterling uh who people say was also high on Jacobson's meth uh is the one who wrote the Twilight Zone and I mean, that, and we wouldn't maybe wouldn't have the Twilight Zone yeah. if it wasn't for 
the the meth. <laughs> that's crazy. That's um, bad, but. I mean, yeah. If we didn't have the Twilight Zone, that'd be shitty because it's so. We good. wouldn't. We wouldn't have Black Mirror. We would not have Black Mirror because that's like the current day Twilight Zone. That's right. Um, and then he also administered increasingly large injections to Tennessee Williams to combat his crippling depression. Mm. Uh, he it, to counter the amphetamines. He also gave Williams Secanol. Mm-hmm. To overcome insomnia, which is like what we we're just talking about with Judy Garland, which yeah. is what I think probably contributed to her death, and the second all abuse for Tennessee Williams is what caused him to die. Um, and yeah. then 1969, one of Jacobson's clients, uh, the former presidential photographer who got JFK into all this in the first place, uh, photographer Mark Shaw, died at the age of 47. And an autopsy showed that he had died of acute chronic intravenous amphetamine poisoning. Yikes. So. It's interesting. Like, none of this. uh, It's interesting because this is like a moment in time and it's like really high profile people. But this shit still happens. Like. Oh, yeah. Tons of, especially celebrities like fucking Tom Petty. Michael Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, yeah. But even Tom Petty just died of an overdose. And it's like, that's, it's crazy that, you know, people enable. Yeah, Prince. uh, People enable people who are famous because they want to be like in the inner circle. I feel like this doctor was probably like kind of a one of those dudes who like really enjoyed i mean he probably thought he was helping people maybe to some degree but it's like enjoyed the high profile life and getting flown and you know private jets to go see the president in miami and shit like that it's like oh my god he was like on the set of um the ten commandments because uh of uh what's his name um uh fisher oh oh bobby fisher yeah yeah like had him in his like entourage that's crazy yeah Yeah. just think of like what a glamorous lifestyle you're living and yeah i mean even in the example you had when he went to that summit and it's like oh i don't i shouldn't give you another one but it's like okay yeah that's like one of the most like important summits of the 20th century yeah what the fuck god i can't believe people are doctors and nurses and stuff it is crazy to me i don't i like don't ever want to be responsible for like someone's Life. Well, well, it should hearten people to know that he uh, did lose his his license. Oh, true, true. In 1969? Uh, no, his medical <laughs> – he finally got caught after, after Mark Shaw died. Uh, he was under questioning J- – the, the staff that worked for Dr. Jacobson admitted to buying large quantities of amphetamines to give to – lots of people and give high level doses. So the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs at the time uh, seized Jacobson's supply and his medical license was revoked on April 25th, 1975 by the New York State Board of Regents. Oh, so he did try to get it back in 1979, but they were like, no. (laughs) And then he died that year. Yeah. He Um, fucked up. Yeah, uh, I, f- I think I read something too. I can't, I don't remember when it was, but I think it was when the board was like reviewing him and like gonna potentially take away his license that Jackie O went and visited him and was like, don't fucking say anything. And he's like, no, I won't. Like, I've destroyed a bunch of records. 
even though he still had some that eventually got out. Or, you know, people were able to piece it together, but, like, yeah. she went and was like, don't say anything. You got to preserve Camelot. Yeah. Ugh, so sad. Sad, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet that if – this is maybe a shitty thing to say, but uh, – if JFK wasn't assassinated, he probably would have died very young from all of his his cumulative like uh, injury health problems slash health problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so sad to to think about. Actually, I mean, who knows? Like, I who knows how long he would have lived? I, I yeah. I I don't think for very long. Like he was so sick. Yeah, this poor man. This poor poor man. <laughs> Uh, and then just people aren't saying no to you, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's never for your own good. Crazy. Yeah. Well. Well, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't Especially do meth. Meth is bad. Uh, I mean, if you think you'd be in good company with some of the people that we just talked about, you wouldn't be. Because no, <laughs> they all, you're... they're all dead now, I'm pretty uh, sure. I think so, yeah. Mostly all dead. And a lot of them died prematurely because yeah. they did meth. Yeah. Or just, like, did not have a good, like... Later life. Later life, yeah. We're, like, really ridden by health issues and, I mean, even, like, I don't know how old Elizabeth Taylor was when she died, but she was, like, not having a good time the last, like, 10 she years She was, like, in her, her 80s. But she was, like, not very mobile. And no. I don't think she was very with it. No. For a while. That's what... Yeah, everything in moderation, kids. Yeah. Or just not at all, you know? Even even things that we think are benign, like alcohol in our culture. Yeah. You, you, that shit could fuck you up. So just yeah. be careful. Well, do whatever you want. Just yeah. well, uh, take care We're of yourself. not your parents, but you're no. adults, so. No. Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Just be excellent. Uh, be excellent. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, and... We are excited to see some of you. Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, my God. Or today, if you're listening to this a day late, or or we were excited and we saw you if you yeah. listen to this after. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so be excellent to each other. Follow us on social meds. Mm-hmm. At DTFU Podcast everywhere. Check mm-hmm. out the Patreon at DTFU Podcast. Check out DTFUPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You'll find so many fun things you w- didn't even know existed. We got a lot of content out there. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, Enjoy your life and everything in moderation. Yes. (laughs) Don't do meth. (laughs) Uh, Don't do meth. (laughs) Don't do meth, kids. (laughs) Drugs are bad. (laughs) Drugs are bad. And that is not alleged. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.